Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mercy Talk podcast from Mercy Multiplied, where we are passionate about empowering you with biblical principles for growing in mental, emotional, and spiritual health and equipping you to share those principles with others. I'm Melanie Wise, and joining me on this episode is the amazing Dr. Brooke Heels. And we are in the middle of a series on Mercy Talk centered around the topic of breaking free from bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. And we've covered a wide variety of topics in this series, but today we're going to talk about just a little bit of a different look at forgiveness. What if the person that you are most struggling to forgive is actually yourself? You have surely either said or heard someone else say, I can never forgive myself for what I did. So what do we do when we find ourselves in that place? We hope you enjoy this episode. We hope you find it helpful and encouraging, especially if you're struggling in this area, or if you know someone who's struggling in this, we hope that this can be a really good episode to send their way. So we're really glad that you've joined us today. Brooke, yes. this one, this one. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to dive into this topic. Um, first of all, yeah. because in Keys to Freedom, uh -huh. We actually have a day entitled The Strength to Forgive Ourselves. That's what the that's right. what that actual day is titled. And I have heard and or read a variety uh -huh. of teachings that say some rendition of you cannot forgive yourself. That's not in the uh -huh. Bible. And, you know, I'll leave my thoughts to myself on just how caught up people can get in the semantics of things. But words matter. So uh -huh. let's talk about that for a minute, because the argument okay. goes, you know, some version of forgiveness starts with God. Since we aren't ultimately the judge, we can't pardon ourselves. I've heard, um, you know, like, well, forgiveness requires relationship with another person. And so, like, when you're talking about yourself, you don't have a relationship with yourself in that way. Like, there's all these different versions of why you cannot forgive yourself. Okay. But, silly. like... At the end of the day, we have all heard this, right? That whole I could never forgive myself idea. You hear people say that all the time. And ultimately, yeah. what I think people mean, if anybody is is already coming into this uh, episode going like, you can't forgive yourself. Let's just clear it up from the beginning. I think ultimately what people mean when they say that and what we mean as we enter this conversation is that we are just struggling to actually receive God's forgiveness for whatever it is that we've done. Like mm -hmm. we're struggling to look at ourselves with the heart of God. We're struggling to look at ourselves with grace and compassion and understanding. We're dealing with a lot of shame or condemnation or regret over the things that we've done. Like that's what I think people mean when they say like, I can't forgive myself. It means I can't release the shame. I can't really release the condemnation. I can't look at myself with any ounce of grace or compassion. Your thoughts. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be mean. <laughs> so I will just say it that is silly to not think that you are in relationship with yourself. I think um in fact your relationship with yourself should probably be the healthiest. I'm pretty sure God's clear about loving yourself and overflow and all mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. I'll let you examine that on your own, but yeah, I think it's actually, I mean, again, being a counselor for 15 years, um, and supervising counselors for 15 years. So, you know, hearing not only my clients, but those of others, that is typically where we sit in the most shame and unhealthy patterns is when we do not 
forgive ourselves mm-hmm. um, or allow God to do that. We're in relationship with God to forgive others. We're in relationship with God for ourselves. We are typically not very kind to ourselves. We're typically not very gracious to ourselves. And, you know, a lot of times we'll spend a whole lot of effort trying to understand why someone else did something and not really spend a lot of time trying to understand why we did. Not Mm -hmm. that it excuses it, like we've talked about in one of the previous episodes, but being able to to understand how our behaviors made sense in the context that we were given. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... Yeah. And you're, I mean, you know, if you're still being informed by what 15 year old self did, Mm -hmm. there's some relationship there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's something Mm -hmm. and it's impacting you and you need to, you know, and I've, we say this a lot. You can't hold, you know, 15 year old Brooke accountable for what, you know, 29 year old Brooke knows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I am sticking with 29 just so we're clear. Uh, (laughs) That, yeah. Yep, all ends there. Uh, now I'll take. You know what? I'll take thirty-five. That's fine. I <laughs> know thirty sounds great to me right now. Thirty sound so young. Uh, so anyway, but yeah. So I mean, I don't. You know, I think. I think if you're getting into the semantics of whether you can forgive mm-hmm, yourself mm-hmm. and all, you're just trying to stay uh, bitter. Well, and we're so. just off on another tangent here. We're avoiding yeah, the we'll we're avoiding the that. issue at hand. And if that made you mad, I don't. Care. <laughs> I so. mean, and here's why we're dedicating a whole episode to this: mm-hmm. we cannot forgive others until we have received it, because we yep. say this in our trainings all the time: you cannot give away something that you do not carry. So if I expect that I can be a forgiving person, but I have not been able to like fully receive forgiveness for myself, like there's not, what, what in the world am I trying to do? I have nothing to give. Right. And so, yeah. um, and we've, I've already used this quote, I know in at least one other episode in this series, um, but I still, I just go back to the quote that Lisa Turkhurst, um, what she says in her book, um, mm-hmm. she says, my ability to forgive others rises and falls on this leaning into what Jesus has already done, which allows his grace for me to flow freely through me. And she says, forgiveness isn't an act of my determination. Forgiveness is only made possible by my cooperation. So if my ability to forgive depends on my ability to lean into what Jesus has already done for me and allowing, I just love that his grace for me to flow through me, then how on earth do I think that I can forgive other people and give to other people something that I have not actually received for myself? It just doesn't make sense. Logically doesn't make sense. It's good. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) So do it. That was great. Yeah. No, Uh, I mean that that's just it. It's so, yeah, I don't, I don't even think it's something to be discussed. Like you, you, I mean, you have to understand it. And I think that is when we talk about compassion, you cannot have compassion for others in the healthiest way, in the way that God desires for us to have, you know, boundaried, healthy compassion for others. If you don't have it for yourself mm-hmm. and, and have an experience that with the Lord. And, and we like to make our, our Christian walk about everyone else when it starts with you and the Lord, that's mm-hmm. where it starts. And if you are, healthy and in close relationship with him, then you are able to give out of that overflow. And, Mm -hmm. and only then, and that's just the, that is just the reality of how it works. It's how we function as humans. It's how he made us. And, 
you know, so, so before we talk about forgiving others, we have to understand the depth of what he did for us. And, mm-hmm. um, I think it's Psalm 103, 12. It says he's removed our sins as far as the East is from the West. And so when Jesus died, his judgment toward us, God's judgment toward us, if you will, toward all the sins that we've ever committed, all the sins that we will ever commit were placed with Jesus. And so whether we feel like it or not, mm-hmm. uh, when we give our lives to him, <laughs> we yeah. are forgiven and we are clean. And I think that's why he talks about going into even, you know, not getting into generational patterns, but into a, a, a new bloodline, right? Like this is a new thing mm-hmm. that happens um, and so feeling forgiven and clean, it doesn't really matter. It's yeah. you are. And, yeah. and if we function out of that reality and out of that truth, then everything else can be filtered through that lens as well. And so, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, so the, the reality is, is, is you believing it is the struggle typically. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and, it's easy to and know. That's, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And same, I mean, same, right. For everybody. I think that's always the fight. Um, Yeah. And I mean, it makes sense because I mean, it's what you just said is the point of our entire faith. Like it's the foundation of our faith that Jesus came, that Jesus gave Mm -hmm. his life to provide forgiveness of our sins. That's it. That is like literally the whole foundation of our Faith. And so for those of us who have accepted Jesus as our Savior, this is the most powerful reality of our entire lives. So, of course, the enemy would want to disconnect us from living in that reality. It's no wonder that this is such a challenge for so many people to accept and to actually walk in the forgiveness and the covering of Jesus. <laughs> and so if that is if that is something that you know any of you struggle with or people that you know are struggling in that like what do we do with that what are, i mean what are our like actual steps you know how i care about the practical steps right uh-huh. and so yeah at first i would just encourage you to ask ask the lord if there is an area in your life it doesn't mean it's your whole life but there may be just certain things or certain experiences or th- things that you did in the past where you just haven't fully received his forgiveness where you aren't mm-hmm. fully walking in his forgiveness. And I really love um, Lisa Turkhurst recommends reading Psalm 32, 5. Um, and it says, finally, I confessed all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave, you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. And she says, it is really important to realize the need for a very marked moment of confessing, repenting, and asking God for forgiveness. Because so many of those things that we are refusing to kind of release ourselves from, from the past are the things that we haven't even brought into the light at all. Like they are just creeped and like hidden away in these little dark places. We've never brought them into the light, um, even to the Lord. And so, yeah, it is important to have that marked moment of confessing and repenting and asking for his forgiveness and then actually um, believing that we have received it. I would love to know your thoughts. Cause I know you always, you always bring this into the equation, Brooke, cause it's so important. Like what are your thoughts just on, on the importance of confessing to also to another person or even to a close community? Because I'm talking about confessing yeah. to the Lord, you and the Lord, that's important. But where do right. you think community comes into play in this? 
gosh. And it's so hard because, and I will just tell you that this is something for me. I don't, you know, I'm pretty honest about my stuff, but if you're going to get down to like the deep, you know, vulnerable places, it's not always easy to have like that trusted Mm. group and, and the series that we did on like relationship and friendships, if you're still in the process of building that. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, we're meant to do this together. And I think there's a a time and place for it. And if you have Mm -hmm. somebody that you trust, and I think let's think about it deeper than just like, you know, uh, I'm just, cause it's the easy one, right? Like I looked at porn today. Like that's not, I mean, it's that deeper stuff that we typically haven't forgiven ourselves for, right? right? Being in relationships, we shouldn't feeling like we wasted our time or maybe participating in things that, you know, long-term. And so that those deeper wounds, um, or maybe, you know, it's even more nuanced than that, like functioning out of perfectionism, or I know mm-hmm. a big one for me, was, you know, being so arrogant to think that, you know, my job was just to always do right. So God didn't have to worry about me. Like Mm -hmm. I was doing him some favor, right? That's so arrogant. And that breeds a lot of really nasty stuff, but just because it doesn't look like a sin that, you know, Mm -hmm. somebody else would identify, you know, but being able to say that to someone and say, this is something I've recognized and I'm working through and walking through, you know, um, I do. I think it's really important, uh, yeah. you know, and whether that's your spiritual community, again, whether that's your counselor, because you all have now found a great one, <laughs> um, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever that looks like. I do think the stuff we keep in the dark is because either we're typically not ready to let it go or we haven't really forgiven yeah. ourselves for it and, and mm-hmm. received that or allowed God to forgive us for it, frankly, you know? Um, yeah. So those are just my thoughts. And, yeah. and, um, you know, when you are dealing with things with the Lord, I mean, we have our practical things listed here, right? So I don't, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll move on without, I don't want to just give thoughts forever, but um, some powerful questions that are from Freedom Prayer, which is just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, was Jesus, what did you see or think about me then? And what do you say about me now? And I think that's really important, especially if you're afraid to bring this into the light, is like getting his thoughts on it because it's probably not, going to be what you think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a very healing experience. I've had it. I know you've had it, um, through freedom prayer and then actively doing that just in our lives. It's mm-hmm. not something you have to like go and participate in. You can learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Adam Young's podcast, your favorite, um, they asked you on know, an I episode, always bring it in. I, know. I know we did a couple episodes. You didn't bring him up. I, don't I know, know. What it's been a while y'all. He might hear about it. Uh, they, but they asked on an episode, um, how we might begin to embody God's voice and unconditional love towards us. And so, you know, what is the posture of our hearts toward the younger versions of ourselves? Like mm. I brought up earlier, are we holding ourselves accountable? You know, that little 15, 12 year old, 19 year old, whatever accountable mm-hmm. for to what we know today. Yeah. That's wrong right? They can't, they couldn't have known those things. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I think that's, that's just so important to give ourselves grace and the correct, honest, true context Mm -hmm. for what's happening, you Mm know? Um, this, Oh yeah. That question. I'm like going back. I remember being in a freedom prayer, like a group session and we were processing some of this and the question, that question came up like, Jesus, what did you see or think about me? when X, Y, and Z happened. 
And I remember someone in that group like kind of falling apart yeah. in that moment and later was reflecting on it and just said that she felt like she heard Jesus say, I don't hate her. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't hate the younger version of you that did X, Y, and Z. And right. that that alone was like one of the most freeing, healing things to hear from the Lord because she didn't realize that she had been carrying that like hatred towards that younger version of herself that did whatever it was. Right. And to hear the Lord say, I don't hate her was like so just like freeing. And so it's just such a yeah. good question. I'm like such a believer in that question <laughs> just from that one Absolutely. I heard that one time. Um, so yeah, I just, it's, it's so amazing to hear his perspective on that. Yeah, it is. It really, I mean, it was incredibly impactful for me when, you, you know, you first introduced me to freedom prayer mm-hmm. and now we've, mm-hmm. we've all been doing it. So, yeah. Um, but you have a quote in here from Adam, from Adam Young, because we got him in. From that episode. And it says, mm-hmm, yeah. from that same episode, yeah. Yep. So we have to allow God's voice to become very integrated with how we parent our younger selves. We need a new voice of peace and love, not condemnation towards our younger selves. We need to hold our younger selves like a good father to bless ourselves with kindness that's really good. And I, you know, from not even necessarily a, from a prayer standpoint, I get to also do this from a therapeutic standpoint. Mm-hmm. And it's just really, really important mm-hmm. that we do that. And you'd be surprised what gets released in that process, frankly, pretty quickly. Mm. Wow. You know, because the once you're, you're, you kind of reframe how you see, I mean, it, it then reframes how you operate because you're typically operating from that place of yes. disdain for yourself, yeah. frankly. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, gosh. And anyone who has walked through a season of their lives where they're just kind of operating out of a place of shame, I'm sure can speak to like the marked difference in their day-to-day existence when the shame has been lifted off and that that has been released and you now see yourself from the perspective of how the Lord sees you. Um, and so it's, it's not something to take lightly or like, Oh yeah, that sounds nice. I could maybe do that one day. I mean, this will change this, like this changes your life. I know we're kind of talking about it from kind of simple terms today, but it is, it is a mat. I mean, if you are living in a place of shame and I would say like, we're all in like varying degrees of that, (laughs) but if you are allowing, like you said, things that happened, 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago to still just truly inform how you're functioning today. Um, This is a huge deal, y'all. I mean, it's not only affecting your ability to forgive others, which is what this whole series is about. It's just affecting, it's affecting every decision you make, the relationships you have. Um, And so Mm -hmm. in, in doing this whole process, I think once you have done what we've described, once you've walked through that confession, that repentance, that asking for God's forgiveness, that asking God to say, how did you see me? Like, how do you see me? How did you see me then? And how do you see me now? And getting his perspective. Once you've done those things, actually allowing yourself to receive whatever it is that he's shown you and to receive the forgiveness that quite frankly, he's just promised you, you have it. And so even as you said earlier, even if you're not feeling it quite yet, um, to base it on his faithfulness and his goodness and his truth instead of your feelings um, and and verbalizing out loud that you receive it. And again, I think um, 
I mean, I'll let you speak to that probably because you've walked through this with so many people just of, of the process of that, but also just knowing and remembering that the enemy just, he can't make unclean what God has already made clean. <laughs> like he just, that's not something he can do. And so releasing that shame, releasing that con condemnation and really just receiving what God has done. Yeah. That's kind of like, that's the last step. <laughs> Any it final thoughts you have on that? I'll just tell you this. So this is, you know, y'all can edit this out if you need to, but something I've been paying attention to a lot lately is so often, and, you know, what I do now and working with people and, you know, trying to step out of burning their lives to a gr the ground with addiction or mm -hmm. whatever else it is, but very often it's like we avoid, we sit in our shame because we don't want to be told that what we did was wrong, right? That like God's going to be like, that was bad. Or even if it's just mm. with a spouse or something else, like if we remove the spiritual aspect of it for a moment for, for the sake of discussion. Mm -hmm. And so I was meeting with someone the other day and they were like, you know, I just, you know, but I did all of this stuff and, and, you know, it was, and it was, it impacted all of these things and it was really bad, you know, and all of that and, and looking for someone to go, Oh, it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we kind of like are seeking this thing or hoping that whoever we want, whomever we want to forgive us will say, Oh, it didn't really impact that when mm -hmm. the truth is that you can't walk in forgiveness if that's not true. Yeah. And so, you know, I said to them, I was like, yeah, yeah, it impacted a lot. It was really bad. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And we just sat in that and it's happened. It happens all the time, you know, and another person, it was kind of the same thing. It's been this theme of like, but I did this and it hurt my family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you did. Right. Only when we can be honest about that, are we able to heal from it and forget, right. The, the, we're not seeking being let off the hook, if you right, will, right. for it. Like, it's okay to be like that. That was bad. Because then we can just sit there and, and deal with it in reality and allow God to heal mm -hmm. those hurt places, mm -hmm. right? Because we can get so caught up in our shame of trying to act like it wasn't that impactful yep. because we, we're so scared to face the truth. But it's so simple when you do. Yep. It's, it feels like it is going to rip your heart out, mm -hmm. and, and but it doesn't. It mm -hmm. actually allows it to heal. It's like the and so that's just... That's good. Yeah. And that's just kind of my challenge because often like that confession part is just saying, you know what, what I did was hurt some things. Right. And then get into like, and then your belief about yourself in that, but all of it starts with the reality and of, of, yeah, this was, this was, this was hard. Yeah. You know, what I hear um, you saying and saying that is yeah. that everything that we've talked about in this entire series about what forgiveness uh -huh. is and for what, what yeah. it's not and how to walk it out applies mm. in this situation too because yep. one of the things we said that is vitally important as you're walking through forgiving another person is counting the debt yep like this happened and this yeah. was the effects of what happened and that has to happen if true forgiveness is going to happen you can't just yeah. make a blank blanket statement like i just forgive this person no like you've got to really actually sit there and consider what has actually happened that's yeah. a big part of it so what you're saying is it's true in this situation as well Yes. Yes. You're trying to minimize what happened or kind of like, I mean, like make that, it, that's yeah. not forgiveness. Um, and so well, and here's the thing, understanding the context of it, right, is so important. But to act like you're not letting yourself off the hook, if you will, that's right. not what it is. You want the reality of, wow, when I was 19, 
in the context that I had, I made choices that hurt myself and others. That's when healing can happen. Mm -hmm. And guess Mm -hmm. what? It's okay. It's all right. Because now we're going to heal from it now and help whoever else that God brings into your life to help heal from that too, you know? And so it's not, it's not convincing yourself to be like, it's it's not saying like, well, you just didn't know. Mm -hmm. That's not what I mean. This is a deeper, wiser, more intelligent thing, I guess Mm -hmm. you can say than that. You know, it's not about just feeling better. It's about healing. Um, And that is a process as everything else is. Look, guys, if I could figure out how to make this happen very quickly, I promise I would. <laughs> of all the things, I yes. would. Yeah, I, it would be great for me, for everyone I work with. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it would be mm-hmm. wonderful. But it's a process. And so give yourself the grace for that, too. And just know that you're, you are seeking healing and freedom. And it's going to be so good and worth kind of what feels like heartache on that initial, on the front end, you know? Yeah. Um, and for a deeper dive on breaking free from guilt and shame and regret, guess what? We did uh, an episode on that. It's uh, episode 328. Do we have 300 and something podcasts? Oh, friend. We're nearing the 400 mark, I feel like. We should I don't know where we are things, now. Probably. We, have, we should what? Delete some Delete things. Delete some things. No, guys. Like every episode is gold. <laughs> every single one. We knocked it out of the park. Uh, yeah, but now okay, we can cool. now yeah. we most we fairly recently decided we should number them because we have a few yeah. now, and so before we would just be like there was one we did back in like maybe 2020 I don't know it was on guilt Good shame luck. and regret find it no episode 328 um yeah we did a whole episode on guilt shame and regret so that might be a helpful um complimentary episode to this one if you kind of want a deeper yeah. dive on that yeah. um, we've resourced ourselves at we, this point even we, though <laughs> we saturated love it. So uh, good. And, yeah well yeah guys i um again this may not be one that directly hits you personally but i can just i'm or I'm you've turned it me. off three times already yeah but I also am assuming that there's probably no one out there who can honestly say that they don't know someone who is still struggling to, if you will, forgive the younger version of themselves for something that they've done. And so um, if this doesn't land with you, but you know someone who could be encouraged by this and just helped by this, um, you know, I don't know that this is like maybe going to be a feel good episode for them, but it hopefully is helpful. Like hopefully we're we've offered some thoughts that can really help them navigate to a place of healing and freedom in this area of their lives. Um, so maybe some challenging things, but also just practical and helpful. So, um, guys, as always. Um, If the content in our podcast has been helpful for you, we would be so grateful if you'd help us out by rating the show, writing a review, wherever it is that you listen. And if you have any thoughts or questions about anything we've discussed today, please let us know by emailing us at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. To find out more about Mercy, head over to mercymultiplied.com. And you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thank you guys so much for joining us today.